Welcome back, you're listening to Rara Recommends. I'm Abby. Each week we take students from across our school to find the best recommendations for things to read, watch and listen to. And then we recommend them to you. This week on the show we're going to be talking about the Mitchells versus the Machines. We have Izzy, Eva and Freya here to tell you why you should check it out. The Mitchells vs. The Machines is currently one of the top recommendations on Netflix. Michael Rianda directs it and it's produced by Lord and Miller who also produced the Lego movie Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Into the Spider-Verse. It is rated PG on Netflix and it is an hour and 54 minutes. Our first guest of the day today we have Eva. Hello. It's so nice to have you in the studio. What's your main reason why our listeners should check it out? people should check it out because of the animation. The animation is really cool with the, and the mini movies that Katie makes are my favourite thing in the whole movie. Can you tell us more about the animation and what makes the animation of this movie stand out so much more? It's different. I loved the how it was like a DreamWorks and Pixar style family but then on top of that they added a lot of hand-drawn animations and if you stop at any random point maybe apart from the credits then you see something really cool I love that sounds pretty cool and it's really internet based with you can see there's tons of, there's been tons of editing people have worked really hard on it for a really long time but my favourite bit of all is the films Katie makes, 100%. The in-world films are so cool because in most movies, it's kind of just like they're there and the film's already made and they're just like showing it to their family. But this actually shows all the behind the scenes of how she made all her films. The films she makes are like mini movies and one of the films she makes gets her into her dream school, which is great because like... It's a film school, so that's pretty cool. And the best thing, she uses her dog a lot. Yep. And, like, and early in the movies, they show, like, a little bit of it. And then later in the film, you get to see quite a lot of it. Yeah, and they keep coming up in, like, interesting ways that you wouldn't expect throughout the film. That's really cool how they just go pop, and then all of a sudden you're in a mini-movie. Dog Cop is really funny because the dog can't see properly, and he's just like... Save everybody. And he keeps crashing into things, what's pretty funny as well. Yep. Thank you very much for coming into the studio today. Thanks for having me. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Please welcome to the studio our second guest of the day, Izzy. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. What was your main reason why our listeners should check out The Mitchells vs. The Machines? The Mitchells vs. The Machines is a good movie because it's funny and it's a family movie with great characters and character development. It's about a dysfunctional family who has to come together and fend off the robot apocalypse. Can you tell me more about the family and how they're different from all the other families? All the characters just fit together in a rather hodgepodge way. Each character has their own personality and role in the family. The little details are everything. Katie's rainbow badge on her jacket, the fact that Linda, the mum, is a preschool teacher, the interesting relationship between Rick, the dad, and Katie, how Monty, the dog, can't look straight, and Aaron's love of dinosaurs. It sounds like they're a pretty unique family. Yeah. The movie also has a lot of side characters that are important to the story as well. Who is your favourite character or the one that like you can relate to the most? I do really like Katie, but the Munchie the Dog is quite cute. Did you know that Munchie the Dog is actually voiced by a real dog called Doug the Pug? <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
and the LGBTQ plus representation, though not too obvious, is nice. Can you tell us more about Katie? Well, Katie is a teenager who's really into film, a tech savvy, and she really wants to go to film school. But Rick, who is her father, doesn't really get her that much. Sounds like quite a few people could relate to her with different things about how she talks and acts and her personality. Yeah, she's quite relatable because she kind of fidgets, I suppose. She draws on her fingernails with Sharpie and she does little doodles. Sounds like a lot of people I know. Yep. (laughs) And Katie is like openly gay she has a rainbow badge and the family like they're supportive but the the film isn't a coming out story it's not all about that which is nice what about Rick um father well he doesn't really know how to relate with Katie and there's a lot of layers with him and Katie because I suppose when Katie was little they used to be they used to have a good relationship but she grows up and she's changes and she does she just wants to find where her people are and Rick doesn't really know how to relate to her so to fix that he tries to go on a road trip. <laughs> the things Rick does to show love for Katie it it's not very good for her and vice versa they just don't fit together very well. What about the rest of her family Linda the mother, Aaron, her brother and the dog well Aaron loves dinosaurs and he in the trailer he's seen it with a phone book calling up different people hi would you like to talk about dinosaurs no okay and Linda well in the beginning she makes cupcakes of Katie and says whenever I miss you I'll just eat you in cupcake form yeah that's pretty funny when I was watching it with my family my sister's like that sounds like our aunt because <laughs> our aunt makes cupcakes all the time but never actually like she makes faces for birthdays but not like people like cartoon faces and it's just so funny yeah and Monty the dog is just like a is a character that is kind of always getting into a bit of trouble and cannot look straight for no he just can't <laughs> yeah one of his eyes always going out to the left and the other one's like up and it's pretty funny. And Linda tries in all her might to try and make him look straight and then gives him a sticker for good effort. Yeah. Also, Linda follows a family on Instagram and she's always comparing their family to to her family and it's just kind of sad. <laughs> but there's good character development between the Mitchells and the other family. Yeah, the Mitchells slowly but not very clearly start to go up in standards. Thank you very much for coming into the studio today, Izzy. Thank you, it's been really fun. Please welcome our third guest of the day, Freya. Hi. Hi, (laughs) welcome to the studio. Thank you. What's your main reason why the listeners should check out The Mitchells versus The Machines? My main reason is probably the hidden meanings in it. It has teamwork, never giving up, and that family comes in different shapes and sizes. Yeah, not all families are perfect like their next door neighbour. Yeah. What do you think about Katie and her dreams throughout the storyline? She starts off in her room and just making little movies about her dog, Munchie, and then she gets accepted into this film school and it was she was so happy about it. But her dad, he didn't really get what she wanted to do. Yeah, she wanted to get there in time for the tour, but then they ended up going on a road trip and all this stuff happened. Yeah. So the different people are really important in the film and their personalities. So Katie, she really wants to go to film school because all of her people are there, like the people that she can relate to. And then 
partway through the movie, Linda, the mum, she takes in some new family mem- members, which just goes to show that family can come in all different shapes and sizes. What they learn by the end of the film is like how everyone has value, and even if they don't are like good at maths, they've got value and can contribute in a different way. Yeah. What do you think about other than the message? What do you think really stands out? Uh, well, I think that the movie is super funny and it's a great comedy, good to watch with, like, your family and stuff. It's got different types of humour, what different ages will understand. Like, there's one for, like, there's some for, like, five-year-olds and others for, like, older. Like, when I watched it with my family, my mum would, like, laugh at something and then me and my sister wouldn't understand it and my mum and my dad would be laughing. Yeah. Thank you, Freya, for coming into the studio today. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. This week's show was hosted by me, Abby, recorded and edited by Alfie and Freya. Our guests were Izzy, Eva and Freya. Thanks, as always, to CJ and Tarara Intermediate for supporting the show. Our theme music is by Nicholas Elstrom. You can follow our show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to catch all of our episodes when they drop. Tune in next time to hear our review of The Mitchells vs. The Machines. But before we go, here's one more quick pick from each of us. Eva? Uh, my quick pick is The Edge Radio Station because they're really, really funny and they have lots of little segments that they do. Izzy? The Nevermore series because of the cool magic. Freya? The Skullduggery book series because it's a good horror book. Healthy. Wings of Fire because it has five sagas but it's really good. Fire. No such thing as a fish because each week all four of them bring in a different fact and they spend about an hour talking about each fact. CJ. People should check out Into the Spider-Verse. It's another Chris and Phil uh, production and it has beautiful animation. Last but not least me, Abby. My quick pick is Pants on Fire, a podcast on Spotify because it's all about how people can hide the truth and how the truth Um, the lies, you can get past them and tell the truth. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.